podcast you are currently listening to is called Bad Playstyle, in which we all play the same video game and then talk about it, during the course of which we will swear a ton and probably spoil every single aspect of the video game. All right, so cool, we did it. All right, um, welcome to uh, the first episode of what we are calling, amongst ourselves, um, Bad Bonus. Uh, this came about because we wanted to talk about, in a way that you guys could hear, the, um, hey, Owen, can you yes. say the name of ju just the first word um, in the same way that the game says it? <laughs> Umarangi. No, no, no. Like, the same way the game says it. At the main oh. title screen. Umarong E? No, no. There you go. <laughs> All right, now, Keenan, do the same thing. Uh, Umarong E. All right, and then, uh, my name is Matt, uh, and, and we've done introductions, hooray. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, um, this is bad bonus. We, oh, we're we made about, it. We're talking about uh, Umarong E macro. Um, there's this, is a, this is a bad bonus home product from the bad playstyle like product family. Um, and uh, I'm sure there's at least one person who regularly listens to us out there who would love it if we just got straight into the game. Well, today's your lucky day because I'm bad <laughs> We're finally doing the, it. The format is different. Uh, there's no, uh, as we call it, bread. We're just getting straight to the meat of the matter. Um, oh, and this was your suggestion. So why don't you lead us in? Why? Yeah. Hey, uh, I feel I feel like just first up, I should clarify, we are playing the Umarangi Generation DLC, which is called Umarangi Macro or Umarangi did, did Generation. Did I not say that? I, I don't. I, I don't believe planned, you said macro. I planned on saying that, but okay, whatever. Dude, I've planned on so many things in my life. Yeah, right. Uh, we got codes for this game. We we never get codes from anyone, so like this this was exciting. And it was a game that we liked and had a lot to talk about. And then we got the DLC, and the DLC is like as good or better than the main game. It's certainly even more like yes, like topical and uh, and dreadful in that way you are experiencing. Yes, and that it like retroactively works in the rest of the game is very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, cool. But it's the. Umarangi Generation is a super short game, and the DLC for a super short game is a super short DLC, and so it really doesn't make sense to like do an episode like just for it. There's not but enough meat to do a full meaty episode. But yeah. here's the, here's the thing: I'm seeing people yell out goatees on Twitter over this game all the time. Mm -hmm. For uh, sure, and, for and sure. it's definitely well deserved. Um, I. I, I think I played through this in in like two hours. The DLC, it was it was like not that long. Yeah, it was it was, it's like what three more levels? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So great. like, once you get back in, like the hard part for me was getting back into the flow of how to play this game, um, because like it's been probably a couple months. I don't know. Time is really fucky in twenty twenty, oh. but like it's been a couple months since we played it, and uh, and like just. Like, I spent, like, the first 10-minute run just like, oh, right, that's how I play this game. Well, you know, like... Also, it's only three levels, but I think this 
the DLC has less um, stumbling block objectives than mm-hmm. the base game. The, the the base game I think has a couple objectives that are like real easy to get like hung up on. And I think I only got like hung up like in the in the DLC like once, and it wasn't even that bad. So like, but that in, that might just be DLC, like my own. They 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 use a Maori word for spear. Um, mm-hmm. and you have to, you have to and get I don't know hatchet. what that is. Yeah, yeah. I get a hatchet, a uh, sledgehammer, and that spear all in the same shot. But when I looked up that word, the thing it showed me looked like the model they were using to build all the handmade benches out of. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, is this it? Is this it? Is this it? And then on the very next level after that one, that's the last level of the DLC, there's a bunch of dudes doing what I'm assuming is the Haka with all of these, like, the neon versions of that spear on their mm-hmm. back. And I would have understood implicitly what they were talking about if that situation had been reversed. Oh, so yeah. I... When I, I like, I remember seeing that objective and was like, that is a Maori vocabulary word. I don't know. Um, but also it wants me to put it like next to these other like tools and weapons. Yeah. And there was definitely like some weapons I did not recognize on the map. I was like, all right, it's probably that. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying there were a few times like that where I was like, Ugh. and then also uh, in the gamer cafe, um, they were like, take, take a, a picture of a 2D uh, waifu with the 3D waifu in the uh, um, in the shot as well, and I thought they were talking about the bartenders. Mm, okay. um, because when someone says to me 3D waifu, I'm like, oh, like like someone's girlfriend, okay. like a person, like a person, <laughs> no, or, or at least their creepy like, crush or something. Was, was like a hologram of an anime girl, of like like a Hatsune Miku ripoff, you know. An NG yeah. Resonance ripoff. Yeah. All right. Who's older? Is is NG Resonance or Hatsune Miku older? <laughs> I bet it's Miku. <laughs> all, um, all right, Keenan, you speak while I look at the Hatsune Miku well, Wikipedia so I was, page. I was gonna say, um, in in that they took out sprinting. There yeah. Used to be sprinting in this game, and I used to jangle all over the place. I used to jink, 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 and they took it out, and they don't give you the replacement for it until you beat the first level. But I yeah. had I hadn't done all of the side objectives on the last two levels of the main game, so I was like, oh, I'll go back and do those. And the whole time I'm like, why am I slow as a slug? And then like remember it <laughs> later, like, oh, I used to be able to sprint. And yeah. someone, like, removed my kneecaps. Like, I'm less than four years old, and I Dude, just have cartilage there now or these, something. These rollerblades fucking rule, though. You can get out of bounds so fucking yeah, easily okay. with these things. Yeah. I don't want to... I'm not talking shit about the roller rollerblades. In fact, yeah, let's get into the, the rollerblades rule. Also, yeah. sorry, I just need to make sure everyone knows that people under four years old do not have kneecaps. They don't. Yeah, They're and it's really, really weird to me, and I just need to make sure everyone knows as much yeah. as possible. No, so I, that, these these roller skates are great. I love that they work backwards. Anyway, as the only non child care worker and the son of a child care worker, I can confirm this uh, on this podcast. Hey, uh, um, uh, just like before we move on, um, actually, Deus Ex Invisible War, the debut appearance of NG Resonance, is actually older than Hatsune Miku. <laughs> Hatsune Miku is okay. an NG Resonance ripoff. Just saying. Okay, but per our conversation about the New Age Hackers movie, wherein Razor and Blade upload themselves to the cloud, <laughs> I think we win this actual argument. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Neither of should... those, I mean, neither we, of those things are pipes anyway. We, so. we, should, we should do Deus Ex 2 for podcast sometime. 
Oh. Um, okay, so uh, the first level I don't, don't want to do that. <laughs> is an arcade called Gamer's Palace. Yeah, the right word combination there. Um, and it is a really rad, weird underground arcade slash bar slash VIP club slash there's a fucking dolphin DJ in here. I gotta, I gotta interrupt you right now. I discovered a thing. So when when we played the original game, me, me and the telephoto lens um, have a tumultuous relationship. Mm-hmm. In that I fucking hate the telephoto lens and yeah. want it to die in a smoking crater. Um, but it's then like I, full I, scope with less focus. I, I fucking hate it. And then I I discovered today uh, or, or yesterday that uh, if I pay more attention to the symbols that the different lenses are working, the sport lens counts as the Yo, yeah. for objectives, which Sport made my lens. entire life way better. He's <laughs> kind of best lens. I did uh, not get the sports lens. I, I never got my hands on it. Once I got it, I was very appreciative because it is a combo lens, and it is great. And then the macro lens replaces the standard lens, which I was super into, too. Because um, the standard lens is, is its default minimum zoom is way too far forward for me. So. Yeah. Did you guys get much use out of the cartridge lens? Which one? The cartridge? Is that the box? The Polaroid one? Uh, it No, I, I didn't get that one, although I, I, I heard about it. There is a Game Boy camera. I did I not. I don't think I that noticed that. it. Yeah. Oh, I, think, I think you get it in the hangar. Um, oh, is that the, in the secret room with the yellow key card? Uh, yeah, yeah. If, if you get the I, yellow I key not, card, I did not do that. I did not find the yellow. Yeah, I haven't done that, so that's why. Oh, I don't okay. Have it. Wow. Okay, you guys missed out on the secret of the peace sentinels. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's like this, like fucking grainy ass green Game Boy camera. Shit, I should show you guys because it actually looks really dope. It does. You you sent me pictures of it. It is fucking cool. Yeah. Um, like like it's literally like a Game Boy cartridge grafted onto a cylindrical camera lens, and you snap it onto the front of your camera. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it comes out like green ass monochrome. Yeah, like, and it even makes um, you know, when you turn on a Game Boy or a Game Boy Color or a Game Boy Pocket, it makes like a little chirp. Yeah, like it, yeah. it makes like it does not make that chirp, but it makes that chirp. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's so. emulating that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like it, it does a really good sound alike where you still react to it the same way, even though it doesn't sound right. Yeah. So, so I have a question. Like the narrative of this game was that the world ended, but it seems like it didn't. Well, no, because remember we talked to Veselikov, or I guess Owen did, where he was like he addressed our concern, the thing we had said in in the episode, which is you know our impression was apocalypse world over, but yeah, his uh, Veselikov's like thesis is that we do not have to be the last okay. generation. That that it, the the ultimate uh, message is uh, is is a if extremely exhausted, hopeful one. Um, okay. Yeah. So, so that explains like the weird ephemeral nature of that last level where the kaiju rules. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like, like dream time anyway. You know, forwardness well, or something. Yeah, I mean, that can also just be a scene out of sequence, like yeah. like. Like the the indirectness of the narrative in this game is, is such that like it it doesn't feel at all out of place to like be like 
oh yeah by the way this is the end of humanity this is childhood's end this is this yeah. is like humans turn into like weird ghosts and uh, now there's a kaiju in the sky is red and and well then the other thing is i remember you know we have talked made a lot, stars uh about you know our our takes on the game and owen had brought up i believe it was owen had brought up that this is a slow ass apocalypse yeah yeah right how, you know, in, in fiction, for the most part, the apocalypse is imagined as this, like, singular event in scope. and Sudden, I, yeah, yeah, like the, world, event. the yeah. world's worst afternoon. Right. But, but, you know, and our present reality is a testament to this. The apocalypse is a lot more... Slow burn. Slow and slippery yeah. and... Uh, and, and possibly incipient and possibly not you know yeah like, hell world yeah. doesn't care about your your momentary comfort G- gen x's <laughs> apocalypse was a nuclear war like the millennials apocalypse is climate change and climate change is creeping and miserable it's like a boiling you know pot of frogs there's a there's a there's a reference at one point about this thing is from blank place before it died and i thought that like had a really interesting like ring to it the way this game treated it there's an item i forget what item it is but it's like it's oh it's this thing that's from this place before that went away is the way they like sort of sort of worded it and and like just the phrasing of it like oh okay like i i get a little more why we have the sort of world is ending and i don't fucking care attitude to the graffiti uh they didn't say where did they they did and i'm i'm blanking on it but okay but basically, like one of the item descriptions in the inventory, which is another new function feature, uh, is something about like, oh, this thing's from so and so, and that place doesn't exist anymore. Because like in, in in this in the base game and in this DLC, like you can't help but like start to like try and piece together in your head what the state of this world is. Right. You know, like the UN as I know it today does not have the material resources and not just because giant robots aren't really a thing, but they do not have the resources to build giant robots and, and things like that. And so like, like that, that is an interesting way in which this world is different than the one I live in. Um, like also like they, they, I see posters everywhere in this game that say like Jap- Japanese is the language of the future, which is like telling me about like which superpowers are conspicuously not in play. Well, the thing the thing about the giant robots for me is that like part of it is like giant robots are cool and they should be in your cyberpunk game. Sure. Right? Like, part of it is that, but also part of it is that like you need something to represent the the absolute. Uh, it, it's like two things. It's it's the absolute ability of like um, the the elites of the world, the people already in power to come together and use collective action because because they love collective acting with each other mm-hmm. to, to like a young said it's, it's all in the name the peace sentinel right, right. to, to yeah. maintain the status quo they're comfortable with right right and then and then also uh, it's it, it it's a physical manifestation of that hegemony mm-hmm. right because like a lot of the themes in this game that you get that you don't get in other cyberpunk titles, that you know have already come out or are about to very soon um is is the uh uh the de- 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 decolonizing yeah right yeah yeah um whereas the opposite has happened in this situation right the opposite is that oh we're we're in the last vestiges of the world and there's no fucking option here right, right? 
that that decolonization is like still an issue, but it's such a back burner to the status quo because the status quo is. And here I found the quote: "Elbow pads shipped in from Nova Scotia before it was wiped off the earth." Okay. Um, so so like that hit me in a way that I did not expect. And that, uh, that it's, like, written in and there, like, so flippantly. I'm just like, yeah, that happened. You remember we talked about the graffiti, right? Like, it seems yeah. really, it seems really, like, video game graffiti seems so cringy. And then you're in it, and you're like, nope, this is what I would write on the wall. <laughs> and then you lived through the summer of 2020 and saw it everywhere. Exactly. Um, and uh, I saw some graffiti on Twitter earlier today that was, uh, um, it was, if you it was something like if you want a spineless take, I guess go play Watchdogs. <laughs> well, that's yeah. yeah, from this, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's from this. Yeah. 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 Watchdogs is like name dropped mul- like on multiple levels Hard in this shade. DLC. Hard shit. Which is great because this game is like dropping like several days before Watchdogs Legion comes out. Yeah. God. Yeah. Um. And and there's like you know. It, the the motherboard and vice articles about how watchdogs fails to live up to his politics i mean ubisoft game go fucking figure right like i i really like that um that it's very clear that there's pieces of this game that exist in this dlc because of what we just went through in the last eight nine months right that that the the like riot scene is super familiar now so I want right, to like, I want to tell you guys a story. I was playing the the last level of the DLC, the mm-hmm. episode where the cops come in and like bust everybody's heads open, right? right. And, you get, and like the medic comes over and helps you and all that shit. And before the cops came, I was looking around at everybody. Oh, so it wasn't that. So I played that level and then I went back and I was playing some of the other levels. Like remember those two earlier levels I was telling you about from the from the game before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got really nervous because my friends on the uh, the rooftop rise with all the blue bottles everywhere and they're just like hanging out, um, they weren't social distancing. Oh, wow. so it was so real and visceral to me in that way mm-hmm. that there was a part of me that was like, no, guys, like Gunter needs to stand over there. Right. You right, to, like because you guys need to be further away from each other for your safety. Like it wasn't. <laughs> well, and then, and then that they're wearing masks in the riot scene. And then yeah, when the, and they're wearing masks in the riot thing, so it like really brought it home. Oh, I absolutely adore the fact that your friends follow you, like a few yeah. feet behind in the riot yeah. section, um, because really good. Because that's what you do in that situation. You stay arms with your people. Your friends. You stay with your people, right? I, I have I have mixed feelings about that part because I, I, I think it's really cool that um I, I think it's cool that they, 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 they have this like slow short distance that they keep from you. But at the same time, all the other levels in this game, um, you are like a non actor, you're like an observer. Yeah. And 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 most of the time I think that actually works really well. Um, that that like you're not collecting key cards, you're not talking to people. People don't react to you unless you tell them to change pose. But uh, you're not like interacting with the environment in a way yeah, you normally like a would in a video game. 
Yeah. Yeah. But what I did find myself having to do is when I was playing the last level, I would have to kite them around mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> to get them like out of my shots and things like that. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that makes that weirdly makes them feel more video gamey and less like people that I'm photographing. Instead of just like stumbling across them in the diorama and be like, Oh, what's up guys? Let me get a photo. Like yeah, and to be clear, I really like the um the way they move the constraint from you cannot photograph blue bottles to you should not be photographing protesters faces close up. Yeah. Like I, I think that that's a, that's a really good smart way to do it. But mm-hmm. like what it does result in is like me doing like a very video gamey thing is like, ah, I have a video game follower. So I need to go stand over in this corner and then come back here. And then yeah. they will be back in that corner now behind there me. There must be something fundamentally different about the way that we move because that aspect of the last level made the whole thing feel more real to me. Uh, it made it much more like personal um, mm-hmm. and less video gamey. And, and that's like why later when I was playing, I was like, no, you people, person who I have an emotional connection to, but I don't know the name of. Yeah, I, I think it's probably just that there was like a couple shots where like I almost had the shot lined up the way I wanted. And I was like, wait, if I back up, the shot will look perfect. And uh, I back up. And by backing up, my followers now move into my wake of movement, yep. Yep. which is in line with my shot. It's like, fuck off, nerd. Like, like I'm a photographer. Stand behind me, please. <laughs> what, yeah, what, the, what, way, the way I approached the postcard meant that they were in the way. And I hadn't realized they were following me until then. So I had both of these moments at the same time. I was like, oh, that's great. Hey, fucking move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know my whole life. You know I take pictures all the time. Like, come on, be cool. Yeah, get out wow. of my fucking light, bro. Uh, so, so I was going to say, I wanted to talk about how uh, this game gives you, it, it, it keeps giving you sliders when you beat the levels for like yep. adjusting your photographs. But here's the thing. I am not a photographer and I don't really care that much about looking at the photos I took after the game is over. I care more about experiencing it in the moment. Like, like that's just the way that I approach things in general. Um, and, and so I really wish there was some part of the game. And I know this is like asking more than like might even be possible, but like, I really wish there was even some small amount of rudimentary, like this is why you would adjust this slider. Mm, Yeah. Right. Like, I I really like games that teach you how to play the game. And I I think that, I think that would, um, that would really help me with that aspect of it. Um, And maybe, maybe it's just that I need to like care about photography more. And that's just like, you know. Yeah, it's it's one of those things like the text blurb is enough when you know what they're talking about. I don't know what they're talking about. Right, right. No, that's what I'm that's what I'm like. That's what I'm trying to convey here. Right. Is that like you don't know dick about photography and therefore this doesn't mean anything to you. Whereas yeah. I have a tiny bit and my girlfriend's really into it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that is. Well, I, that I don't know what the like the bocor like, or the bocone or whatever the, the boco right. effect is. I don't know what the yeah. fuck that is. Right. And so it's just like, like it's trying to describe it to you in really simplistic terms when what you want is like a paragraph, right? Like for me it's like so when I'm rolling around getting the pictures for the first time for like to complete the objectives, it's like, okay, I need the I need the flash is always on. I need to use fisheye as much as possible because that puts the more things in the frame. Um I need to get it just blurry enough that it actually counts. Uh, and then I just need to like <laughs> hold shift and run to the next thing, right? And it's like, this is this is Matt, the gamer's photographer. Like right. I love like, that you can just fuck it up, fam. Like yeah, I'm not planning on like going back and looking at my photos. I'm planning on if I go back to this game, it'll be I go back and play the game again. 
right? That's funny because I'm sort of the opposite where like this game allows me to live out the fantasy that I'm a photographer because like, it's not, it's not a hobby of mine. Photography is not a hobby of mine. I dabbled with it in like middle school and then like kind of bounced out, but like the environment oh, yeah, in dark room, dude. Yeah. We Weird. had a dark room in my fucking middle school homeroom. <laughs> well, it was fucking dope. I, okay. So, so the, the, the kids who, the kids here in this call who all went to middle school, uh, in the, in the early Bush years, um, uh, the photography, no. the cool kid electives. Yeah. Yep. So, but so like, but like this game, like the target, the environments are so rich in like cool lighting and moody fog. And um, like, th- there's just so much shit that even if you're the most crap ass photographer, you can probably walk away from finishing this game with like a handful of photos that you feel, that you feel good about. The game design in this game is absolutely like scenery porn yeah like like, it's it's one of the things i love about it is like you walk into the space and you live in it and then like there's all this cool shit on the walls and there's all this great graffiti and there's weird fucking people and these guys are wearing neon jackets like the fucking gangbangers in batman forever and it fucking rules well so so (laughs) part of my my adhd brain in this in this situation is that none of this shit is like singular or atomized everything is in relationship to and so i get a lot more out of being in the scene and walking around it and observing it with like the 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 game than i do out of looking through a photo album you know yeah there's a difference like absorbing it with the sound and and those things that like yes i do come up with cool shots when i look in that folder but also um, the the rest of the game does so much with its atmosphere that uh, I think Owen, they're different different things. Owen and I were fighting to speak there, so I sorry. don't remember your thought, Owen. No, no, okay, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all, that's all I have yeah. on the walls, all over the place in this one, like. Like, even less, like, I don't give a fuck about the graffiti. And, like, I don't know if you guys noticed the Doom poster. The death game. D-E-F. D-E-T-H. Death. The game without politics. Um, like, <laughs> there, there, there's definitely, like, really explicit skewering of, like, like video games culture or, like, video games dev or video games, like, coverage that like like when you're in the gamers palace there's like there there there's um um there's the game that apes all of the leftist trappings but none of its politics and shit like <laughs> yeah. that on the wall i kind of love it as a reaction from the creator too that Vasilikov like probably got some shit from some people for having such a political game oh, I'm sure. and then, and then they put out a fucking dlc that's like actually go fuck yourself yeah uh, <laughs> yeah, like, go, go away, please. It, and we're doing it harder now because you said something, uh, which I didn't expect, but I also like greatly enjoyed once I yeah. noticed it. Well, they, like when I played through the game initially, there, there's a number of instances, like we talked about this already, the, the graffiti that explicitly references watchdogs. Mm-hmm. And there was a part of me that like when I encountered that graffiti, I was like, is he talking about like Watch Dogs? Is like UN Watch Dogs? Is this like is this I like think a he's fake? He's absolutely in- double entendering <laughs> yeah, so, it. So, so like I, like on my first playthrough, like when I was first starting, it was like, is he 
is he just like saying this or is he or is he saying what I think he's saying? And like by the end of the game is like, no, this is like definitely like what he's attacking. It's like, like simultaneously that game and a who watches the Watchmen. He, he's, he's attacking the the other cyberpunk game that came out in the same launch window that has mm-hmm. like fucking spaghetti spine politics. Yeah. Yeah. But also also doing the classical uh, like Watchmen graffiti thing, too. Mm. Right. Like like that he's using this term in such a way that yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The language is couched work. in this way where like where it works in universe but like he's definitely talking about a very particular piece of media yeah yeah well also like in universe like doing the watchman graffiti thing right like yeah. like it's 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 very clever and effective how it does both um fucking peace sentinels um so so we were just talking about how the un is like this apparatus for like the ruling elite to maintain the status quo in a world that's falling apart. Um, Peace Sentinel is the most liberal ass name for your giant yeah. fucking robot. Uh, and I, I, I like, I know I said that in a private chat, but I want it down here as well. Yeah. Of like, it's the most sounds cool, nonsensical thing you could name it. Um, it's also like, <sighs> it's the most like double speak. Here's a feeling about it phrasing like so 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 like start to like briefly reference the end of the game the 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 peace sentinel this weapon that is ostensibly designed to uh suppress kaiju yes um is used to suppress protesters it's it's the whole thing it's the the weapons of war have come home to be used on its people in 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 unrest what's that we're just having a sick dance party yeah yeah um but like, also like, the peace sentinel was the. I feel like the longer you look at it, the more it was like probably never designed, really to suppress kaiju. Right, right. That that the kaiju were the convenient excuse to build it. Yeah. Right. Well, no, the kaiju were the convenient opportunity to build it. The key card, the key card, you guys did not get. Mm. The the least shocking thing about the peace sentinel is that. On the inside, it's a giant, like, fucking terrifying blue bottle mutated thing. Oh, okay. So it's way more Evangelion. Uh... Uh, excuse me. I actually talked to an anime expert. A uh, friend of the show, Christine, <laughs> is pronounced Evangelion. Thank you very much. Yeah, I thought um, it was Evangeline. Yeah. <laughs> it leans in that direction. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, a weird bioweapon instead. Yeah, yeah. So so uh, you, you, you can go into a separate hangar where there is a red peace sentinel. Hell um, yeah. Getting the robot. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got like, like a, there's like basically an enormous overgrown blue bottle that's like exploding out of this damn thing's head. That's and there's really, like body, there's body bags on the floor. Like, like fucking, you know, mech technicians have died trying to service this thing. Sick. So that like really makes a lot more sense with the, uh, the imagery they're providing in the other room with the mm-hmm. like, Definitely Shinji's dad reflection dudes in the UN castle yeah. on the wall. Yeah. Like, like that's like I'm glad that that actually like comes home even harder in the thing I missed. <laughs> um, did you guys notice the enormous UN sword on the wall? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that thing was extremely funny. What, this, this, sword? Sword. this enormous like 140 foot tall blue glowing sword that just says UN on the yeah. hilt. <laughs> 
It's on the wall, and it looks like a wall decoration until you like look up and see yeah, the sword hilt in the handle. The and you're scale like, oh, of it, fuck, it's a banner, it's a sword. Yeah, the scale of it kind of hides it, where you don't even realize oh, you're looking at a sword. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and like also, like it makes sense that this thing's like a weird biological thing because it's in a vat of orange juice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right? a fucking tang, like, just like just like the inside of an Ava. Uh yeah. Also, uh, safety clones. Can we talk about the term safety clones for all the dudes in orange suits? No. What's that about? So you take a picture of four safety clones, and the four safety clones are any of the dudes in orange suits and white hard hats. Uh, so I'm pretty sure it says safety cones, but maybe I was wrong. Maybe I misread it, but either way, yeah, uh, I think I think it's safety cones. Okay, that that makes a lot more sense I because really I was took thinking safety cones. Yeah, I so so that's one of the ones that triggered on one of my ah eh, fuck it wide angle shots. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, like I got three things on it. I was like, cool. Like, like if anything, that's like that's like one of my criticisms of this game that like still kind of comes back, and I don't know what you do about it exactly, but like. There's definitely like a point where um, if you get stuck on an objective, if you just get as far away from what you're trying to photograph as possible and take like a wide angle or, or a fisheye lens. Yeah. Like assuming it's not lens specific, your objective, um, mm -hmm. you can probably ping it. by. So doing like that. if you were if you were playing this game in VR and you could put the camera in one hand and fling it behind you and snap a photo. You could probably get like and in any level, you could probably get an objective from anywhere doing that. Yeah. Because and, of how loose it plays it. And that's like both cool and forgiving when you're stuck, but also like there's a difference between those photos and the intentional ones that I don't like. Uh sorry, I interrupted you. Here, Matt, I'm gonna throw a picture in the Discord of the UN sword. Mm. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I know what you guys are talking about now. I just haven't seen the hilt. Yeah. You can barely see it because of the way I like color corrected in this picture, but it says no, because like one of the things it wants you to take a picture of is a dinghy. So I was like looking around and I found the dinghies, and then I was like, all right, where's the fucking laptop and dinghy? Um, yeah. So I definitely saw that blue thing. I just assumed it was not, like a light fixture or mm -hmm. something, um, but I guess it's a fucking sword. It's a fucking Megazord it's sword, a bro. Fucking sword. <laughs> so I. That dinghy photo, I fucking sniped the dinghy next to a laptop in between some railings, and I was really proud of myself. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Anyway. I think time. that the posters and graffiti in this game are, like, like, a step up from the base game. I think, like, it gets this reinforcement from this year. Yeah, well, and also there's just, like, a confidence of, like, our... our, our, our are people like down with my bullshit and they're like, Oh, they bought the game. So like they definitely are. So like, <laughs> yeah, they bought the game and reviews are good. So my bullshit works. <laughs> like there, there's one in the protest. Uh, there's a reason I wanted these screenshots in front of me while we were talking. Cause like I wanted to like have verbatim. Cause like also like a lot of the photography I took was just straight up standard lens of just some graffiti that is just like, damn, you just said it. Like you can't kill yep. an idea with giant robots. Yep. Or, um, Oh, you gonna tell him about the Easter egg you found? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. So with the DLC, I went back into. Um. I forget the name of the level. It's the one where you're just in like like it's alleys, the pyramid, right? Yeah. Yeah, in like the lower city, it's all foggy and shit. 
and I was um, I'd unlocked the hover boots, which also aren't from the DLC, but I'd never unlocked them until I had the DLC. But the hover boots with the roller blades with the double jump allowed me to like get up, 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 up into the map in a way that like where there's not a whole lot up there. There's like there's there's like more stuff than you would expect. There's like catwalks and cargo containers you can climb around on. And if you get up into the highest, highest, highest cargo container in the whole map and you go inside it on the wall, not in like some scribbly graffiti font, but just like in like fucking 72 point aerial text. It just <laughs> says in lowercase letters, cool, period on the wall. <laughs> And I Hell feel like yeah. is sassing me <laughs> for like 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 trying to like hunt out an achievement or a collectible, which is like not really what I was trying to do. I was just kind of like fucking around. So you but did like, get Birdmaster. What's that? You did get Birdmaster almost immediately after getting up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From up there, I, I I took a photograph and got uh three objectives and an achievement in a single photo just because I photographed <laughs> the entire fucking map from the up entire there. Map. Bam, yeah. done. <laughs> What a weird, wonderful exploit through yeah. the way the game flimsily accepts some of your What photos. a rude Easter egg, I have to say. Like, I respect it. Like, I'm not mad. I just, like, rude, though. I don't know. That fits this entire game's attitude, though. Like, yeah. like it, it doesn't surprise me and just makes me kind of chuckle and be like, yeah, this game fucking rules. Yeah, the, 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 the game's not going to, like, pander to me like I'm some fucking gamer moron, which well, like, yeah. I appreciate. It's, um, for, from what I've experienced of, of the general new zealand style of humor is is it's like it is going to rip on you in a respectful way right like well also not like fucking with the reality of it right yeah. that 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 there's also like no this is actually how it is like cool yeah. you did it great <laughs> uh, right. i i really love the protest level yeah, the protest level's cool. I really love that, like, this game already had a jet set sort of aesthetic, and they leaned further into it with the fucking skates it, and the, the graffiti. It, it does something I didn't expect, where um, jet set games are, like, more fun in their yeah. aesthetic. And this, like, has the rollerblades and spray paint and attitude and anti-authoritarianism. Mm -hmm. But, like, also... Um, is very much more grounded in the reality of that authoritarianism. Yeah. Whereas like the jet set games are just like, yeah, but like also we're just like a madcap bunch of teens just having a good time. Whereas this is like, no, we are a bunch of madcap teens just like struggling to like make it. Struggling to adjust to the insane authoritarian world we live in. Yeah. Well, well, and, and, and that, that they, like you, you and your cadre of, of nameless friends are like witness to like horrible police violence. I, that, I yeah. am going to push back on this a little bit because um, when you play a little bit further in the jet set games, you do get beat up by police officers um, and that you are fighting against the like horrible authoritarian state that is coming and like crushing your art it's not nearly as like viscerally real and in your face but it is it's dealing with the same yeah yeah uh, it, it, it's, it's more it, cartoonally treated i think like uh like like one of these is like um i don't i don't mean to talk down to either of these games but like one of these is tvy and one of these is tvy7fv for fantasy violence <laughs> 
yeah. Jet, apologies if you didn't watch American television growing up. Like in Jet Set, they don't shoot twelve hundred millimeter shells at protesters. Do you ever look at those shell casings? The the peace yeah. symbol drops. Yeah. They they could write one point two meters, but like, hey, it sounds a lot cooler if you write twelve hundred. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Like, like my, I, I love this protest level. The only thing I don't like about it is that there's not enough people there to like, to like make it like a believable protest that would even warrant like warrant a, major, a peace sentinel, a, a, even a major police action, like whatever the, the peace sentinel is its own, like, like, um, hyperbolic, like anime ass response to a protest. Like I'm, I'm fine with like the fucking 500 foot tall robot being used to put down like little you know five foot tall humans but it's just like there's just not that many people there and i I would love like a real um blood hitman blood money new orleans level crush of people yeah if they could figure out the tech to make the the hitman style half people yeah yeah Um, yeah, i was was actually playing hitman 2 or yesterday um and i found out that most of the people in the slums in mumbai are are half people um in the same way they use like kind of the same tech they're not nearly like it's not the same disparate graphical fidelity. Just remember oh. the people in New Orleans were like kind of kind of janky looking. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, there's only three of them uh, amongst the crowd of hundreds of them, and they all look like kind of shitty. But I got frustrated and started spraying a machine gun at a dude who was standing on the other side of a crowd. And if even one bullet hit one of these people anywhere, they would just fall over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember it was the same way in that hit, in the blood yeah. money level. Yeah. The other hilarious tech thing in Hitman for people, y'all remember the cardboard cutout? Hitman Two. There's a guy who knows you're coming, and he puts a cardboard cutout of him cross-armed, smiling in the window where you would snipe him. <laughs> uh, and and I I like I ran into this and I shot that dude in the head five times and went, why isn't it working? So then I put my sniper rifle down. And I go in, you know, because I was just trying to do the sniper rifle thing and not go in. And yeah. I go in, I'm like, oh, fuck this guy. Where is he? Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling your mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real good gimmick. Um, but, but like, back, back to the process level, like, like, I found a lot of this rang very authentic. Like, like going to going to protest this last summer in Seattle and like like even stuff that was going on like the day I played this. The day I played this game, I, I finished it, I went to bed, and I woke up the next morning and I found out that um the Seattle Police Department had put a protester on in fucking critical condition in the hospital and had deployed LRAD weapons yep. against protesters. Um LRAD weapons are like banned in warfare but like by like a lot of countries. Yeah. They're insane. Yep. They're so, an insane weapon. If you um you experience pain all over your body, and if you deign to open your mouth to scream, it makes your head into a reverberation chamber. Mm-hmm. Um. So like the whole thing of like the peace sentinel rolling up at the end, and like like it's the thing I said before. It's it's the weapons of war. Fucking come home, right? Like, and then afterwards, there's fucking craters all over the ground. There's, there's craters everywhere. There's body bags. Um, everyone's just fleeing. Also, there's like those horrifying, like dystopian ass, like red, like klaxon force field shit up. Yeah, it's like I don't like that. Almost seems worse than the mecha because like then you can't flee. Yeah, it's like the 
it's like a more science fiction version of like police kettling. Um, like if you don't know what police kettling is, go look it up, folks. Like it sucks. It's real like, as hell too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so the thing that about that set of scenes, right? The two levels, I guess, cause you black out and you wake up in the level very altered. Um, is that like beforehand I'm walking through and I'm seeing people I know, right? Like, Oh, there's my friend who's the medic. There is my friend, right? Like, like I, I know this situation. It's real enough to me, and 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 everything that like I'm here and I'm in it, and it it feels right. It feels correct. It's done well. And then the aftermath of it is like, oh yeah, no, this is how it works too, right? That like it's a little more extreme because of the robot. But like you said, they're using fucking LRADs on us, right? Yeah. Like, like that this this level of of response is absolutely what happens right motherfuckers hitting people with cars uh because they're in the road right like all kinds of shit like this is what happens because because the 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 communication isn't the same right um and and it's it's really weird to see it in a video game but also like i can't be like nah that's not real right like like no, this is just them taking the tools they had and doing the same shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you have a, a giant robot, use a giant robot. If you have a sound cannon, use a yeah. sound cannon. Yeah, and, and, and I think it's a really interesting different ending to the game uh, because credits hit after you escape, right? So it's, it's, it's well, either more, monster... More than just credits, man. For sure, for sure. But like, it's either the monster or it's us, <laughs> right? And either one of those endings, like, pretty much sucks. <laughs> either way, it's bad for us. Like, I don't know. I thought it was an interesting like PS on the game. Well, so so the protesters in this game are like almost like we we can only infer indirectly what they're protesting because like that's kind of this game's whole shtick. Yeah, but like it's pretty clear that they are protesting um, the use of peace sentinels and the collateral damage, like that comes from that. Yeah, like 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 that 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 is that is a, a constant thread in the graffiti you see. It's like, hey, cool, like fuck you, like I I'm tired of getting like like my grandmother was cratered by by like a peace sentinel getting jacked up, right? Like like there there there's like half a dozen instances of this, but like it at the end of that level, it doesn't just give you credits; it gives you like this like kind of upsetting parade of statistics about um it's not clear if it's specific to this protest or if it's to like the un forces in new zealand like it says like tear gas administered uh 72,000 liters i think i remember something saying about it was like the un reclamation or occupation or something of new zealand like i think it's the whole operation like here hold on i have the whole thing here it's like 26,000 rubber bullets Thirty-seven thousand dollars in staff accommodation, which seems real low. Um, granted, I've never like suppressed um, anti-kaiju protests, so like you know, what do I know? Um, deployment costs like seventy-eight grand, one hundred twenty-three thousand dollars. Property damage, property destruction, half a million dollars. PNR and marketing, one point three million. Eight tanks deployed, and then um, I think it also gives us a figure of how many peace sentinels. To, deployed they said two i think i remember yeah so like i think this must be on a singular protest basis like this can't just be like the whole thing 
Right. Okay. And so it's like it's like this enormous amount of resources deployed to suppress these protesters. Like I, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I, I think it's, I think it's really chilling. I think it's the game doing the same thing that we're realizing about police overtime, right? That that like, oh, there's actually this huge fucking price to all of this. Like, I I, I think I actually I, I think the part where it chafes for me because like like there's the police overtime thing, but like also like the police aren't like fighting kaiju, you know. But also, like, the act of fighting kaiju isn't actually solving climate change. Kaiju right. are the symptom of climate change. And, 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 like, these resources are not mobilized to actually stop climate change. They're, they're, they're mobilized to shooting the um, annoying symptom of climate, climate change and making it go away. Mm-hmm. And, and they're not actually being, like, mobilized to, like, repair the climate or like sequester carbon or like reduce carbon emissions or, you know, blah, 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 like all these other things that like go into climate change. Like, um, like, like that, that, that's, that, that's where like the neolib centrist priority like lies. Yeah. Never fear. The centrist is here. Unfortunately. God. Like one of one of those uh, one of those Ava pilots better be female. God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> like like what's the tweet? It's like more female black ice agents. <laughs> you know. God damn. More uh, women running death camps. Uh, God. Oh! Yeah. Anyway. I, I feel like I'm having like less coherent things to say as time goes on, and I'm just like saying like barking out phrases and like groaning. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Well, let's, let's hey, that's, that's life right now. Welcome <laughs> no, I, everyone. I think, it, I think it speaks to the fact that this game, especially the DLC, is so resonant with uh, the political reality we find ourselves in. Yeah. Um, and and I think there's an element here, especially amongst us, of kind of preaching to the choir. Yeah. Um, but. But at the same time, like, hey, I'm really happy there's a video game out there that you can play if you're dedicated in an afternoon mm-hmm. or two um, that you could use to be like, hey, friend, play this game. I'm, I'm glad there's you. games being made for my choir. Yeah, exactly. Right. And that hasn't really been the case for a yeah. long time. And this game's going to exist as like a fucking left hook to someone's sensibilities. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I hope, I hope there's somebody out there who's like, oh, I really like Evangelion. I really like Veselikov's Dark Souls. Excuse me, Dreams. sir. It's Evangelion. Evangelion. It was corrected by an by right. an anime expert. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's the um uh the handsome furs song Evangeline. Uh, my yes, God. there we go. <laughs> that is the way you need to say it. Oh, oh, Evangeline. It's just like that. But um, yeah, I hope there's somebody out there who really likes Ava. Who really likes um, uh, the Selicobs, Dark Souls 2 videos, plays this game and uses it as an opportunity to re examine um, the way that they interact with the world. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's. Um... Yeah, it's funny because, like, it's incredibly our shit and we're into it. And at the same time, we're like, yeah, totally. But I think it's definitely more valuable to people who aren't here yet. Mm-hmm. Um, like th- th- this is definitely a game I I want to try and uh, uh 
get people who I know who don't play a ton of video games to like check out. Cause like, it's like a really small um, investment. It's like, Hey, we're going to hang out for two hours this afternoon. We're just going to take pictures. Right. And that's what I'm going to tell them because I'm a deceitful little bastard. Um, <laughs> also, well, the gameplay is really accessible. Yes. Yes. Right? And, and also since I finished the game, like the, uh, like any, any of the like sort of, awkwardness of them playing a game that they're not familiar with or even just the stumbling blocks that i think this game does have like i can kind of like grease the wheels on that a little bit and be like all right i know this 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 train level sucks these birds are like invisible but like check it out here's the trick (laughs) but let me show you me turning the camera around behind my shoulder and clicking and getting also i have a save game where all the levels are unlocked so if we get stuck on this one we can just play the next one right to quote quote cats from uh it's a bbc show uh where, where they're in space oh um uh red dwarf red dwarf quote cats from red dwarf fish eye lens um, and, and, yeah. Okay. Whatever. But anyway, the, the the key to the train level is just to fucking spam the fisheye lens. Anyway, um, are we are we feeling are we feeling good? This is about yeah. the length I was imagining for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel um, we have bad bonus. We have bad bonus. Um, is there is there a bad bonus that someone who likes this format can listen can look forward to, um, fellas? I mean, Owen, I remember you said there were some things down the pike you wanted to make make us do. Um, we've been talking for a long time off and on about doing a Tacoma commentary Ooh. track. Revisit. Oh yeah. 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 I, I have, I will, I will go find my notes. Actually. Nope. I found them right there. Um, yeah, I'm, let's do that. Next. That, yeah. That's, that's probably what we'll do there. next. And we'll probably figure out something from there. Um, this seems like a good space for us to visit DLCs and yeah. like, um, really small things from itch i think would be a really good fit here uh, you know what we could we could do um, it's just like is, go down that blm bundle yeah go down that blm bundle because i'm sure people have that and i know i know for a fact that several friends of mine bought that and haven't looked at it in yeah, months. yeah 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 um, um yeah so so like this is gonna be like little short well i don't know shorts fucking relative how long is this, this is an hour yeah, shorter, smaller games. We um, fucked around for like a good twenty minutes in the beginning of this recording, just FYI. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is, this probably won't be an hour when it reaches your hands, listener. Um, but yeah, this will be a space for us just to like drop off little bits and pieces. Um, I think it's magic words time. Yeah, if you want to reach us, you can contact us at badplaystylegmail.com. On Twitter, you can find us at badplaystyle. If you want to go to our website, you can go to shame.zone or shame.business. Wait, shame.club or shame.business. We don't have a zone. Yeah. I'm sorry. Zone was expensive. Sorry, yeah, guys. Yeah, zone was expensive. Zone, it was, um, I'm sure I've said this before. It was either we are shame.zone or we can be shame.club and .business. Um, and still, it's less, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's less. It was like 20 and 18 for the both of them or something yeah. like that. Anyway, shame.club, shame.business, badplaystylegmail.com. If you want to like send us game codes or screeds or unsolicited JPEGs. Um, or sweet game media kits. Yeah. 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 I think that's we'll, it. We'll get our media team on it to respond to you. So, uh, Owen, you said magic words. Keenan, you yeah. said magic words. 
more magic words. And my magic words are carcinization is the process of becoming a crab from a less crab-like object. We'll see you next time, folks. Bye. Goodbye, dear friends. A crab. Yes. 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 Yeah. Jink, jink, jink. Jink, jink, jink. Uh. Yes, yes, yes. The music you heard here today was composed by Ben, a.k.a. Bucci Baby. You can hear this and more like it at soundcloud.com slash bay. That's B-U-C-C-I-B-A-E. Stay fresh.